All right, you two. This is the last question for a million dollars. What is the topic of today's podcast? 50-50? You already used that, son. Phone a friend. You already used that, too. It's, a, it's all you. Don't I have a third option? Oh, right. You do have the ask an audience option. What audience? <laughs> this is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. My name is Hannah. Welcome back, Hannah. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, so (laughs) (laughs) we are back for episode 55. Woo! I don't know how we ever got to 55. Like, literally, I was listening to some back episodes the other day at work, and I was just like, what? We have 54 episodes up of this thing, and this will be our 55th. Like, that's insane. That's a lot of talking. That's a lot of talking and a lot of people listening to us talking. Like, how do you even, I don't understand. We make, we make jokes about not having an audience, but we get like 30 listens a week. So that's 30 people who have listened to the podcast every week. We don't know who you are, but you are, you exist and we want to know who you are. So please let us know if you listen to this podcast. We would absolutely love to talk to you. I'm cool with it. I can respect your, your need for privacy. I'm cool with it. <laughs> if you guys want to, you know, whatever, you know. Oh, we're not going to just keep that the being the dead horse? No, I think, <laughs> like I think the joke about having after all of this feedback. time of it's not going to matter no matter what we say, I feel like I should just accept it. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I liked your cake metaphor, that someone is coming and eating our cake, and we don't know who it is, but they're eating the cake. That was in one of the previous episodes, I remember. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a good metaphor. Yeah. We've had quite a few, you know, rips on our listeners, though, <laughs> which is kind of mean. But Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, but people, people keep listening, so obviously yeah, like, it doesn't matter. So. It's like, hey, nobody really listens to this, or we're just going to drive more people away by saying that nobody listens to this. Uh, it's a vicious cycle. You're in a super exclusive club. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we, you're the Christian artists. And oh, right. There's not uh, many of those out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... To be fair, <laughs> I was gonna like consider. what I was about to say was like, oh, we need to have some sort of like exclusive group name. But I mean, we're just the Christian artists. Oh. That's what it would oh, be. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. I'm sorry. No, I you're fine. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, I mean, there are plenty of Christian and air quotes yes. artists, but there aren't but any. They're all terrible. <laughs> there aren't very many good Christian artists. Yes. So. Yeah. But. There is at least 30. There are at least, At well, least 33. If you've listened to all these episodes, hopefully we have given you the tools to be a good Christian artist. Or you didn't need our tools, which would be better. <laughs> yes. Or you don't, you, you've already figured that out and you listen just for laughs and giggles. Yeah. Um, and you're like, ah, oh, these guys don't know what they're talking yeah. about. Um, but anyway, none of this has to do with our topic today. And our topic is, drum roll please. Whoa, whoa, that's loud. All right. Thank you. Uh, talking about the art we used to create when we were little babies. And by little babies, I mean, like, elementary school age. But, I mean, compared to how old we are now, I mean, little babies. That was a long time ago. Wow. I mean, we're so old, guys. Like, I know. I'm almost 21. Oh, my gosh. How old are you, Hannah? 19. 19? Yeah, that's what I thought. Didn't want to get You're almost an adult. He's almost 19. Oh, my gosh. Weird. You can almost legally sign your own waivers. Or buy cigarettes. <gasps> oh, oh, guys. Oh, guys. 
So, who, which one of us wants to start? Caleb Was does. it going to be me? Okay. Yes, Caleb really wants to. Well, um, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that um, uh, this is what I used to do for hours on end when I was little. Um, from, like, probably the age of, like, eight or nine till, you know, now. I mean, I still do this, but I, I, I would spend hours on end uh, just world building. I, I would make up fictional worlds in my mind. The first one I created um, was literally the most horrible ripoff of Lord of the Rings ever to exist in the world. Like, I, I, was, I literally just went through the Risk Lord of the Rings map that we had from that game and Wait, just... Wait, what? D- yeah, you didn't Risk know there was Oh, it's man. It's fantastic. It Lord of the Rings Risk is fantastic. It oh, was the man. greatest. We didn't really play the game. We just played with all the little yeah. pieces. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but but I had the, 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 the risk map in front of me. Man. I had the risk map in front of me, and I literally just drew a map that was an exact replica, a really bad exact replica, but it was an exact replica of Lord of the Rings map, renamed all the provinces, and was like, this is my own world. And, yeah. and basically everyone lived in the same places. There were pretty much the same things that happened. But the same people I too. just changed all the names. Yep. The elves actually lived in Gondor. The men no, no, they lived about the oh. same places. Oh, okay. It, uh, I are, yeah. It was just all really, really rip, ripping off of Lord of the Rings. But I had a lot of fun doing it, and it started a fuel of cre- uh, a spark of creativity that um, was fueled by all of the constant fantasy books I was reading, and I just started making a bunch of worlds and eventually they became more original and now you got to the point where i can make original worlds and write novels on them and actually not feel like i need to burn it yeah. um so and that happened we, before we go any further we have to give all the credit to our dad who was like hey three-year-old and five-year-old <laughs> let's go watch lord of the rings in the movie yep. theater Best and we did dad what a guy yeah. so he basically said fantasy is the greatest thing ever and we were like yeah it is <laughs> and that was the beginning of a love love relationship with yeah. the fantasy genre and he'd always just tell us and teach us how to use our imaginations so our dad used to like uh you know have us read the shannara books which is uh, i mean to be honest the first shannara book sort of shannara is um kind of like a lord of the rings ripoff in and of itself <laughs> yeah. but the other shannara books are great and do uh, they burn the sword in a volcano um, no, but it is basically just the quest to defeat the Dark Lord with the magical weapon. I mean, it's what it is. There's a magical MacGuffin thing that you need to find and use. Um, but, uh, and there's a party that forms and whatnot, and they oh. go to basically Rivendell accepted dwarves. A fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> they go to what is basically Rivendell accepted dwarves instead of elves is in charge of it. And then Alanon, the Gandalf wizard, comes to the, the Shire. Comes to the Shire or Shady Vale. Yeah. Shady with, Vale? Yeah. That's not even uh-huh. like, oh man, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> and he sends them on a quest and then says he has to leave. And then, and then he meets them, meets them at Rivendell. Yeah, he meets like, them later folks. and then he leads the party. Well, yeah, and then he leaves the party. And then but he has that, to leave in the middle of the thing, too, and then wow. and they're on their own. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was talking about them, but then they're being chased by a ringwraith. Yes, yeah, yeah they They're are. also being chased or by a the skull bearer. The skull bearer. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. They, they can fly, though. They don't need Nazgul to fly. They just Ooh. they can just fly by themselves. That's original. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, the rest of the books are actually a lot more original. But I had trouble when I first started reading that book. I had trouble picturing the two main characters as, as anything humans. else but Frodo or Sam. Yeah. No, I, I had trouble picturing them as tall humans. They were hobbits. To yes, me. they yes. were just they were they were children. Uh-huh. Yep. They they were same. They were yeah. So when Gandalf, whenever I'd picture Alanon with with, uh, you know, what what their names again? Uh, Shane Flick. Shane Flick. Yeah. 
it would just be them, some shrimpy Are kids. Are you serious? Shay and Flake uh -huh. Sam and Frodo? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is a joke. <laughs> uh -huh. It really is. Sorry. Mm -hmm. My dad will probably be very mad at you if he listens to this podcast. But yeah, well, no, it's really. like, I, I had trouble. It was just, they were just little shrimp. And then it was just a yeah. really cool guy with a pointy hat. Uh-huh. Great I mean, Except Alan, I, yeah. Alan does not wear a pointy hat. Yeah. Alan, he wears clothes. To be but. fair, I had to say Alan, Alan is, is pretty, pretty cool. cool wizard. I, yeah. Yeah. If, He's very different from Gandalf. Yes. It's just he played the exact same role in the plot. Yeah. So I had to say... When it all comes down to it, I probably like Alanon better than Gandalf. Better than Gandalf. Gandalf wow. Alanon is pretty cool. And I haven't read like any of the books. <laughs> I just I, I we watched like the first few episodes of the the series, which is terrible. Don't watch it. It's the literally MTV the worst series, thing yeah. on the planet. You, you um, get to about the sixth episode and then it turns into an MTV soap opera with yep. clubs and yep. dancing. Yep. It's I a, don't know how a, they do it. It's an apocalyptic it's, world with dance clubs. And electricity and Star Trek. Yep. They watch an episode of Star Trek in that movie. Yep. But anyway, enough of dissing Shannara. Um, uh, you know, my our dad used to like you know introduce us to all these fantasy books and stuff like that, and a lot of them were derivative derivative of Lord of the Rings. But it was still fantasy, and it sparked our creativity in awesome ways, which eventually led us to enjoy new fantasy and like modern fantasy that is not just derivative in a much more po powerful way because we're like, all right, we've been saturated so much in this fantasy genre. Now here's some new stuff and it blew our minds. Like literally The Way of Kings was the first book I read by by Brandon Sanderson. And that is not the book to start with with Brandon Sanderson, but I had already been indoctrinated into the fantasy genre enough that I could read a thousand page books and be totally fine with it. Um, but it literally blew my mind when I read that book because it was so fresh. And that was pretty much the point where I was like, yeah, I want to be an author. I want to do this. <laughs> like, I want to write this book, basically. <laughs> Not, like, in that way, but, like, I want to write this kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff I want to have as my legacy. So good. It's so good. So good. But, uh, and Hannah, you need to read it already. So good. I need to Seriously. give it to me again. Yes. I read it as, like, a 12-year-old with a, the attention span of a chipmunk uh -huh. with reading. Like, I, I could literally do anything for literally hours. Like, anything. I, I have, like, the most patience as a kid, like, ever, of anybody there, I knew. Okay, I've been meaning to tell you this story, because the other day at work, in our dressing room, boys probably shouldn't go into our dressing room, because it's the women's dressing room, so this mom has her little son sit outside mm. the dressing room, and he's just sitting outside the doorway, and he's just sitting there, and I'm like, I bet that's what Connor was like as a child, because your mom will always tell stories of you. He would just sit, and I'm like, that's, uh -huh. he just was sitting there, oh, yeah, like, definitely. watching the yep. world go by. And that's like, Connor. Wow, that's probably where, where what I would Connor not have been able to do that at all. I would have no, I would like, have gotten up, I, wander off somewhere, pulled of clothes off the, oh the racks, <laughs> hid in between the clothing yeah, racks. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. No, it was just so funny. He sat there for mm. like 15 minutes while his mom tried on clothes. I'm like, wow, I don't wouldn't expect go, that kid. of any kid. Yeah. But look at him. He's just sitting. It was really adorable. It was a blonde Connor. So, ew. Wow. <laughs> What's wrong with being blonde? <laughs> Everything. But no. Um, <laughs> and there you go, guys. We have shattered your expectations of what Hannah looks like because <laughs> you probably haven't didn't know that she was blonde up to this point. Yeah. Uh, Surprise. Uh, Has it been obvious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, got him. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, but I, I I had a really good patience when I was a kid, but with reading, I could not read 
for longer than like mm-hmm. 20 minutes and I was like I'm done I can't you still really yeah can't I, do that. I'm <laughs> terrible with reading I just can't do it I, you it's... you love Brandon Sanderson books and like Dan Well books well, so I, much. I love reading but you just but can't I, do I it I can't do it I, I'm so restless that I oh that's why you need to read I have to get up and do something coming. but yeah no I can't read I, I don't I can't focus audiobooks. on audiobooks though that's I how I am too I start thinking about other things I just yeah. don't understand that I'm way too restless but okay so anyway so there's that. So, but with Re- Way of Kings, I finished a thousand-page book, and mm-hmm. it's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I finished a thousand-page book. All right, and that is testament to how great that yeah, book it's, is. Oh, it's so. fantastic. And I read it within like three months, I think, maybe six months. Mm-hmm. Probably been within like a six-month period. That's insane. Yeah, me reading a thousand pages. Proud of you. Six and then six months. As a twelve-year-old. Yeah. Nice. With while doing score. It took you six well. months to read Way of Kings. About. That's sad. I, but I actually read it. And I know. I'm just saying, like, how can you keep all the story points in your head if it was... It was kind of hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even remember what happened in the beginning of this book because it was six months ago. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, go, going back to, like, the art that I used to create as a child, um, besides just, like, world building, I, I did attempt to write novels at some point. I got one page in and stopped because I hated it so much. Like, um... That was the one thing, like, I, I could world build. I could make up fantasy worlds and, like, races and maps and all that stuff. I loved doing that. I could do that for hours. And, but but I, whenever I tried to, like, translate that into fiction, I started writing. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Like, it just looks so bad because I just look at a book that I just finished reading and be like, how do they, how do they make the words so good like how do they make them match up and be coherent sentences and I look back up my page and I'd be like I'm horrible at this I can't do this and I just exit it off and stop doing it um I wish I wouldn't have felt that way and as we get into the other people uh Connor and Hannah's experiences with their art as kids um that be kind of similar experiences there but I wish I would have been more diligent as just getting slogging through the crap of the bad art that I created to make better art at a younger age because then I would be even better now. Um, and, and that is the number one piece of advice that I can offer you as a Christian artist. Um, if Say if you are, like, younger in age, like, not college age or whatever you're in. What are we talking about? What? Our listeners? What Our listeners. Yeah, but you're talking to a specific person. You're saying you. I'm, you like, plural. You, you plural. That's that. You can, yeah, but then you it's can not be plural. As, you know meaningful if you're just talking every to one of you specifically i'm talking to uh. just internalize what i'm saying right now um <laughs> you're splitting a hair that's not even present <laughs> yeah yeah but uh the number one piece of advice i can offer you is do art create art even if you don't think it's bad or even if you don't think it's good if you want to do that art do that art and the only way to get better at it is to do it you can learn as much as you want about theory. You can learn as mu- you can listen to this podcast till your ears fall off. But please don't you- do that. <laughs> um, but you will never get better at your craft, at least in the way that you should be, unless you do the art, unless you put in the hours. That there's a, a quote out there that is you know floating around on the internet that says you need to put in a million hours. A million hours doing something before you're good at it. So my AP stat teacher gave me this book when I graduated, and it's called Outliers, and he talks about how 
the outliers in this world that are really good at things and the kind of work that they put into whatever they do. And he talks about that million hour rule. So that's like with, um, he gives computer scientists mm. and as an example, Bill Joy, um, Bill Gates, or just be named Bill apparently. Um, but just the opportunities that they had at their colleges and stuff to put in a million hours of computer programming and that's how they got good at mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah. Anyway, plug for that book. Excellent book. Highly recommend it. There you go. I'll put that in the liner notes. Outliers. But yeah, I mean, uh, as much as I have learned through reading fiction um, and just like internalizing how it's presented and watching movies and listening to writing excuses and learning, you know, reading books about writing and stuff like that, the, the number one way I have gotten better at doing it is by doing it. And the only reason I am the way I am at the the stage I am right now is because I constantly write things, even if I'm not writing fiction, which I should be doing more of. In in terms of like just pure grammar, sentence structure, all that stuff, I write constantly, and I'm always I'm always making sure that I have proper grammar structure, that I, my sentences flow well, that I it sounds nice. Because the more I do that, the more I realize I, I, I can see how words are supposed to go together, and in the English language anyway, and uh, understand you know what is what contrib- uh, what constitutes good writing, um, and that is the number one thing that I will suggest to you. The number one thing that I have learned out of the bad art I used to create is that I wish I would have done more of it because then it would have been good art. There you go. That's my pithy statement. Good. Um, Shout out to Carly Pinch once again. I, I feel like that's why she's so stinking good at drawing. Is because like he constantly every draws, single yeah. day I'm like scrolling through Facebook. Oh, Carly made another magnificent picture. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yep. Oh, <laughs> yep. she made two today. Oh, okay. <laughs> and in case you want to see all those awesome pictures, she has a YouTube channel called Made in His IMG Art. Made in His Image. That's, that's what it's supposed to stand for. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll, uh, link, I'll link that again in the liner notes. Clever girl. Yep, yep. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she, she posts, like, um, YouTube videos of her drawing stuff on there, too. So um, That's neat. Mm-hmm. So, Seriously, it's like... All the time. It's yeah. just everywhere. Besides writing, world building, and stuff like that, um, the other, I mean, I've tried drawing. I'm horrendous at it. I yeah. do not have the eye for it, and I don't have enough time in my life to spend trying to be good at it. I know I could probably be passable at it if I actually put in the time, because anyone could be good at anything if you put in the time. Yeah. But, like, good. Yeah. I don't mean great. Yeah. Greatness is a combination of innate talent and pure hard work. You, you can't be a true great artist unless you have three things you a love for what you're doing a innate talent to do it and the hard work to make it truly excellent um, because someone can have the talent and the innate talent and just never never bother to be anything other than okay and or someone can put in all the hard work but if they don't have a love for it or if they don't have um, the innate just grasp of like this is what I am born to do then it can be good it can be really good art but there's not going to be passion behind it whereas someone with a love for something but doesn't have a talent or <laughs> the uh, the hard work behind it that's just a sad situation because it will it will just be sad because you just be like I want to do this to try to make money and then 
you're just not going to be good at it. As a kid, I used to make a lot of, uh, you know, crappy songs as well. I, I used to just make up random lyrics off the top of my head, and I didn't have any music to go behind it, so it wasn't, it could never really be all that good because I would constantly change the key of it because I didn't have any reference. Because I do not know how to read music, I just do everything by ear, and if I don't have a reference point like my guitar, my guitar is my reference point. If I don't have a chord structure underneath a song, I will not know how to sing that song because I'll just change keys constantly. But, you know, once I got a guitar in my hands and started learning how to play it, then I constantly wrote songs all the time because I had that underlying structure. I had that that thing that I could blend lyrics with. And I because I already loved wordplay and writing and stuff like that, that was just a natural... Um, you know, extension of that, and so I started writing music, and and we could definitely talk about all any of those things in incredible depth on another podcast entirely. Just talking about my life, like we totally could, not like we would, but I'm just saying there's a lot there. But uh, you know, I've just been talking the whole time now, so we should go to Hannah slash Connor now. Go ahead. Connor, as a child, just beat on pots and pans in the kitchen with spoons all the time. <laughs> no, <I> didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? He didn't. I tried that at one point. Like, we did oh, that I at one point. You did that. that at one point. I, I said, you're an idiot. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. I, I tried it. I can remember you, yep. me calling uh-huh. you an idiot. I tried it, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Why did, Why is this supposed to be fun? How old were you at this point? <laughs> like, 10. Okay. Like, I just start. I got them all on the floor, started beating on them, making music, and then I was just like, but, I don't know, these... This doesn't sound like Tarzan. That's what I was going for. I'm like, this needs to be Tarzan. What's the oh, point? I'm sorry. And I was like, I can't break things, so. Oh, well. I think you did break, like, a wooden spoon doing that. Probably. Anyway, Hannah or Connor? Small casualty. Okay. Um, I didn't write novels when I was younger. I think I did try, like, writing a couple small things. I and think then for everyone school, does. Yeah, I think everyone does, but I have no idea where they would be mm-hmm. um and then for school i'd have to write little stories and then i'm like, oh i could be a writer and then you try writing things and you're like i don't know how to do this yep. so then you don't <laughs> everyone thinks they're a writer yeah <laughs> until they start writing something yeah and then their teacher looks at it's like this is crap <laughs> and then your dreams are crushed oh yeah. <laughs> that's the exact opposite job of what a teacher is supposed to I know, do i'm kidding but- that was a completely fictitious but situation. I'm just saying you're probably not wrong. No, I'm not probably. They, I'm sure the teachers wouldn't say that. Like, but they, they wouldn't, wouldn't be give the about tools it. of how to exactly. learn. They'd just be they like, mm, maybe you should try something else. <laughs> you're not good at this. Do something else. So, um, and then also, I've like always wanted to be really good at making up piano music, but I took piano lessons for probably ten years of my life, and. My teacher was like, oh, shh, you don't need to learn music theory. That's not that important. But if you want to write music, it kind of is important to know how chords work together. You'd be surprising how well I can manage without it. No, and, like, I've been able to just make up little ditty But I think especially with your brain, you're a much more left-brain person than I am. And so that would have been way helpful for you. Yes, so it's, yes. Then I would have had a logical... It is. Did you, did you notice? Yeah. Why is it totally tilted too? Yeah. I'm tilted to the left right now, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's a fair point. So you're not tilting. Which brain are you then? Both. He's definitely left-brained. Yes. I'm He's 100% so left-brained. Both. 100% left-brained. No, I'm 100% both. No, you aren't. 
Yeah, so I I'm needed just so like so intelligent. I don't need a left or a right brain. <laughs> you have a full brain. Yes. You, you don't have a corpus callosum. You, you nope. use 100% of it's your just brain. Just one calls. brain. Yep. Okay. Like the movie told me that we don't do. Yeah. We totally use 100% of our brain capacity, guys. Don't don't buy the lie. Oh, yes. We yes, use 10% yeah. of it at a time. Yes. Throughout the day. Yes. You've that used 10%. your entire There's a difference brain. between RAM and hard drive. Exactly. You access different parts of your brain at different times. Yes. This is true. What were we even talking about? Oh, music theory and how it would have really helped yes. my left brain self. Yes, mm -hmm. because I need logical rules with which to make things. And so. I don't. <laughs> yes. I make up my own rules. <laughs> that was, oh, okay. One of my creation goals is to make a t-shirt that says, I don't cheat, I make up my own rules. <laughs> and I just yeah. want that to be a t-shirt. That's funny. I thought that'd be funny. I'm sure that'd go over well in schools. I, I feel like so. Jared needs to own that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll make it just for Jared. You can actually, like, just go online to the t-shirt website. Yeah, mm. true. I can totally achieve that goal. Yeah. Hmm. Mogar. Mogar rule number one. Make up your own rules. We should give that to Jared. We should yeah. do that for Jared for his birthday. When is Jared's birthday? In December. December. Okay. Someone hopefully, remember that. Yeah, hopefully yeah. he doesn't decide to well, we have the a, same Well, we have audio recording of it now. Yeah. And Jared doesn't listen to this podcast, so. Wow. Jared doesn't surprised. listen to any podcasts. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Jared just watches anime. Jared doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes up. That was a joke. That was kidding. He listens pretty well, yeah. actually. Um, most of the time, he just soaks <laughs> so up obedient. information. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's all he does is listen. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Jared. Yeah. It depends on his uh, social situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Like that's, that's what we did in the Bible study because. Yeah. That's what yes. I was saying. In those if it would have been like a Bible study that was literally would have been just like you, me, like us three and Jared, he would have talked a lot yeah. more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yes, he didn't know. Half the <laughs> yeah, people, he would have. So. Yeah, he would have isogeated a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would have. Yeah. Oh goodness. Anyway, continue, Hannah. Yeah, what's I talking about? Writing piano music. So I've always wanted to do that, but also I think like the talent to be able to do that, I just don't have. Mm -hmm. So. Or maybe I had it at one point and it didn't get refined. I don't know. So. I think, yeah, I think you'd probably do, but I think maybe it is because you didn't have the proper tools mm -hmm. to really refine it. Yeah. It didn't work out as well. And now you've gotten you're to the point where learning is a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, that's an yeah. actual thing with your brain. Exactly, so. which is another th reason why I, I try to encourage young people to mm -hmm. constantly do art because when you learn when you do that and it's a lot easier to learn to do those things at a younger age right. because your brain is still developing. This is true. I can sit down and like make up random things, but mm -hmm. that's because now I've kind of understood chords better. Actually playing ukulele has really helped me understand chord progressions. Uh -huh. Yeah. So. See, that's guitar Mm -hmm. Because I started with that, yeah. I understand chords. I understand this chord what structure chord of songs. Comes after this one. Yes, yeah. exactly. I understand right. that so very well. It's harder for me to be a little bit more freeform with that. I'm almost, un, I'm almost, slaved to that structure now. Mm -hmm. Where I, I have to do that structure. Whereas it, it's a lot harder for me to compose an instrumental piece of music, for example, that is a lot less specifically bound to a chord progression. Mm -hmm. Where it's well. All music should be. Oh, all oh, oh, music is, but I mean like more traditional chord progressions. Yeah. Like I, I almost always just have the classic like four chord structure kind yeah. of thing. Like because a minor, that's just F, C, G, easy. Yes. My favorite is E minor C G D. 
A or E minor. My second favorite is A minor C. Um, yeah. E minor C G D is the um, oh, Rise Against song. This is Let It Go. Yes. Yes. It's that yes, one. Yes, it is. Except it's not in that order, but it is that those chords. Yes. E minor C G D. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Not really. Oh well, let, well, mm, like art stuff, uh, art as in painting and drawing and that sort of thing. I was always like, Psh, I'm terrible at this because I would never learn. You never, le- I never learned how. But now, I took a painting class my senior year, and I'm by no means like a fantastic painter, but it's something I enjoy. So I guess that's what I would say is that if you enjoy it, you should do it even if you're not the, the best at Oh, yeah, it. absolutely. I'm not, so. I'm not saying that if you love something, love to do something and you're not really good at it, you shouldn't do it. No. I'm no, saying no. What, I, what I was saying before about the, you know, talent and all that stuff. Just don't make it your life. Don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it's, it hurts me so much to see people who love singing and they are horrible at singing <laughs> and they think they're good at singing and no one tells them that they're not and it's just sad to me because I'm like, listen, you're spending too much time on this thing that you are not good at. You need to focus on other things. American Idol. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that really comes that's why I appreciate Simon, because he's like, listen, yes. you are not good at singing. Please, Please do something, something else. else. I'm sure you have other t- talents and goals in your life. Just do that thing. I she, you'll be a great how, biologist. <laughs> I love how devastated people are after that. Like, they yeah. have no idea. It's really it's so quite, sad. Like, whoever told you you're good at singing? I have right? multiple friends <laughs> who think they're good. At, and yeah. I say friends as in, like, I, I have multiple yeah. people I know that think they're really good at singing and they're not, and it's just kind of... That's me. Yeah. It's kind of sad. No, you're great at singing, <laughs> Anna. No. You, you have a little bit more of an uh, a quieter voice. Yeah, it's not I, as powerful. I like to sing. That's what yeah, just say that. It's fine. You're, it's, you're not planning on making a singing career. No, I'm, I am not. Career, so. I'm better at being a chemist. There you go. Yep. A spontaneous Molotov chemist. Molotov cocktails. Yes. It's <laughs> my specialty. <laughs> if you ever need a Molotov cocktail, you better have one ready, okay? Okay. All right. Done deal. <laughs> anyway, so basically what Hannah's saying is she has chosen to not make art her career. Because, but it's still part of what I like to do. But that's okay. It yes. can be a hobby. Art yes. can always be a hobby. Even always. if even if you want to, say, write novels and you want them to be good novels and not make money off of them, that's totally fine. Just Or just have that want. as an outlet in your life. Exactly. I think it's very, very important. Half of the songs I write, I write them just because I need emotional... vomit to come out you know yep okay there you go that's me all right on to connor i wrote a book i think the two main characters names were arc arc i think it was arc and is something and it was a story that i wrote about i was the main character and one of my old friends was the other character and we fought orcs and wolves and that was about it. I Found remember some that. goblins. And I, did you go on a boat at some point? Is this I don't think so. Soul Thief? No, this is not no, Soul Thief. Okay. This is a book I wrote before that. This is childhood. It was you so actually bad. wrote a book, like the whole thing? No, I did not. I, okay. I, I stopped about halfway through, I think. About the same time how, I stopped How Soul long Thief. was it, though? Oh, it was about 50 pages, I think. 50 pages? Probably. Really? Probably something like that. Huh. I, I need, need, I need fairly to read Maybe it was only 30, but... It was no, it was terrible. It was so bad. Um, oh, I it remember ended it. Up, yeah, Danny and was I had the like friend. a yeah, and I right. had like a, I a wolf. That. Yep, yep, yep. I remember you had that. A pet wolf. I had a pet wolf. Thing. Was it named Stormy? Maybe. 
think it was actually. Yeah, it was. Called it. No, it wasn't named Stormy, but it was. It was basically. It stormy. was Stormy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Stormy was alive back then. Actually, she might have been pre-Stormy. I think it was Thunder. It was probably my Thunder dog. Might have been. Yeah. Depends on how old you were. Yeah. Yeah. Stormy's older than we think, though. Like. Yeah, she is. I she's realized like that we 11. got her a long time. Is she ago. really? Yeah. Yeah. She's oh. like ten or eleven right now. Yep. So how old were you when you wrote fifty pages then? I don't know, like eight. Then you would have had to have Stormy. Probably. She was a baby. Yeah. Did you yeah, get her it as might a have puppy? Been Stormy then? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that's that. It was it was really bad. It was. It um, bad. Then I went it on. It was to just Soul as bad as anything I wrote at that age, though, yeah. too. So, or actually, at the age that I was when Connor was eight, mm-hmm. it was just, it was probably that level. So yeah, we were and both really bad at it. Then I wrote Soul Thief, which I also got like halfway through and then stopped. Um, and I and I actually like some of those scenes. There are some chapters where I'm like, I'm, I'm impressed. Like, wow, that was that was really good. Like the beginning is like, oh, you know, that's whatever. But then that like that one scene in this chapter is like. Okay, that was cool. Like, that that was good. And then it's just like, oh, and the rest of it doesn't make any sense. How do you go so. ahead and tell the listeners uh, who do not know about this book that you've written, or, or half a book that you read, well, I mean, wrote? It Hannah and I have always. I thought we talked about, about this. I don't think we have. No, just we definitely ahead. did in your basement, the Jackalope episode. Oh, we talked about it a little bit. We, yeah. We mentioned it. But yeah. Just, just go ahead and tell them a little bit about Soul Thief, because it's an interesting concept, just because. Uh, it's about a. A infinite plane. It is. It is on a, a world that is not a spherical planet. It is an infinite plane, where there is a a circle where it is livable, and then there's like this barrier that keeps out billions of demons, trillions of demons, and it's just like Yuck. the rest of the infinite plane is just like a gigantic kingdom of demons and. Stuff and then there's that little sphere mm-hmm. that has the you know, sphere the, circle. Yeah, this circle, and the, that has the humans and well, elves I guess the and sphere dwarves if you inside count it. Yeah, the the ground underneath it and yeah. the sky above it. So obviously, I had to have like you know different races, like the humans, elves, and dwarves, and of gnomes course. in it. Yeah, because you know Lord of the Rings. And gnomes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's uh-huh. gnome. Yeah, there was, was a little there? gnome character. Oh, I remember the gnome mm-hmm. character. Uh-huh. The creepy gnome died. in the background who died. Like yeah, he died. Page. I do remember that. Yeah. That was a long time ago. He was a cool knife-throwing dwarf. But yeah, and uh, one of the... No, no, okay. So the, the main character is like a ranger guy, and he... Uh, it was Aragorn, he, sort of. Not really. Really? That's no, how I really, remembered him. He was him. a ranger. He, he was a ranger, but, ranger, but he was... Ranger meant something different to us than it, yeah. it does to like you, for example, who oh, okay. the Rings. Ranger to us was the D&D ranger, which was like... Um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is... Extrapolation okay. of Ranger from Lord of the yeah. Rings. So okay, sorry, keep going. No, it's no, fine. fine. Um, so he, yeah, okay. So like the book starts out with just him alone in his like cabin or whatever, and then this guy is like freaking out because he's being attacked by monsters, and he's like, "You got to be kidding me! It's like six in the morning. What's your problem?" <laughs> um, I remember and, that. And then and and it's just this fat guy who's just like, "What's wrong with you, man?" He's just like, "Just whatever." And then he gets attacked by orcs, and he's like, "Oh, so there's legit." And he like slaughters them in like this really epic, cool way, and it's just like, "Yeah, I'm this really cool ranger guy." Um, and then he figure out that he's. Um, like an he assassin. Had a <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like an assassin. Um and he was just a terrible he person. King. He killed the king of a, a region. 
and he was exiled. <laughs> yeah, and it was just all this crazy stuff. It was just not a bad concept. No, no it, was, it was a great concept. Yeah. Okay, and then... Um, but the, I think one of the main problems is it's kind of the same thing for me with the Proanati as well. It, we started as Lord of the Rings ripoff, mm-hmm. and then half by the time we got to the point where we stopped writing our, our book, we were like, yep. I don't want to do this anymore. This yeah. needs to be something else. And then we have already started changing it to be something else halfway in the middle of writing it. And we we're like, Ugh, we have to go back and change the beginning, and then we just kind of gave up. Yeah. Um, I loved all of the characters. Like, yeah, the characters I, I had still are greatest concepts. I still love all the characters, and I will go back and read that story just because I love the characters. Mm-hmm. But the, the main thing with with you was just you don't you didn't have the writing skills to I make what you had in your head, which was yeah. all great, come out on the page the way you wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And and some of those scenes, there was that rare scene where I was like, "That's exactly what I wanted to and do." I, and it was so cool, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that was great." But the rest of it was just. Me wanting to write things I had seen on a TV show recently. <laughs> like, oh, that was cool on Lost. I'll just put that in my show. Or in my book. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. What from Lost did you put in there? Um, I mean, the whole concept of everything being destroyed and they're just stranded in the wilderness. That was all because Lost is cool. Wow. Um, and just like every, every like, killing off characters right away and having no shame of killing off my characters, that mm-hmm. was from Lost. Um, Killing your darlings. Yep. yep. The the magic system of the world was where you could take someone's soul um, by just touching like an artery or like their neck, some some sort of like vulnerable spot. You could just touch that and absorb their soul. And obviously, only certain people could do that because or else the world would be messed up. Um, this very specific group of people that could just steal people's souls and just do enormously insane, powerful things with those souls. And Fennin figures out later in the series that he has that. And it basically turns into um, Fennin being, which is the main ranger character, had being a part of this like group of people who were like stranded with him. And then he gets taken and trained as a soul thief, which is just a completely overpowered, ridiculous ability. Yeah, it really is. And I, I loved it because it was super overpowered and ridiculous. You could just do ridiculous things with it all the time. Um, but then it was just their story um, being trying to figure out where Thenin is. And Thenin figuring out that the soul thieves are trying to... Oh, no! Oh, I completely forgot. Then there's demons that had gotten through yep. the mortal yes. plane, gotten into the mortal plane. I forgot about that. So that was the. So there's there's lots of different plots going on, and I loved all of them. And I actually wrote the ending of the story. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I wrote like he the last me, chapter. Oh, so good. That was him I, at I the love grave that. of someone. Yeah. 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 I don't really remember what happened. I just remember it was. It was. It was Terran. No, it was Quester. Which is a name from another yeah, book. Yeah, a name for another book that Dad just offered to you yeah. without... Ugh, yeah, I was like, me so much. I was like, hey, Dad, what's a, be a cool, cool name for a quirky wizard character? And he was like, oh, I'll just take it from this book series. And <laughs> I was like, oh, that them. sounds so great. And then I was like... And then I, I read it. Yeah, I read it, and read I was it. like, um, this is a character from this book series. And, and he then, was like, where'd you get that? And I was like, oh, I just made it up. And I was like, wait a second. No, Dad gave it to me. <laughs> and, and I was like, Dad, what? Yeah. He's writing a book. Yeah. You can't just make, make him be plagiarizing. Ah. It was the coolest name ever, though. I loved that name. And, and, and like, I literally can't 
picture him as anything else. Like, I spent two hours one day just trying to figure out... A different name. A different name for him. I, I couldn't do it. It was just, and it was came just up dumb. With I came up with Jarvis. Jarvis. Which I still hate. I, don't, I just don't like his name. Iron Man. As he was Jarvis. I mean, oh. Yeah, it was Jarvis. It was Jarvis. Either way, I mean... I mean, Jarvis is a name. <laughs> yes, true. I mean, to be fair, I also could have done Quester, but it was so close. The it character was, it was literally idea. the same character. Yeah, the yeah. character was so close to Quester that I couldn't do it. But yeah. So yeah, and if I would have kept writing it, I would have hated the end product, but I would have been a better writer from it. Yes, yes, you would have. And that's one of the main things that I'm doing right now is learning how to finish things, mm-hmm. especially long novel. I mean, I finished other things, but I need to finish a long thing. So yeah, that has been just us talking about our art. This feels like a very selfish episode. It kind of is. I mean, but literally all we do is talk about ourselves on this podcast. Well, yes. I, mean, I mean, that's the reason people listen in. It's like interesting people talking. We about talk about Christianity things. and art from our yeah, point of view. Exactly. This was just us talking about our art. That's true. So yeah. This has been The Christian Artist, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, you can find us at Twitter at uh, Christ underscore art underscore show. Please tweet us there. Um, and the, or tweet us there. Uh, yeah, the, the tweet, uh, the hashtag for today is going to be, um, I got it. Is going to be hashtag blah. And uh, you will not know the reason for that unless you listen to the bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 bloopers. See, now that wasn't funny either. What's wrong with us today? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. But yeah, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash christianartistshow, and on our website at christianartistshow.com. Well, right now, we're going to go play some role-playing games. So, uh, really? deuces. Oh. See you later. Deuces. Not just do that. Deuces. Too. I know. I, I'm fully aware of it. I just can't believe you. Just Peace. Said. Stop. More right. bloopers. <laughs> or Lord of the Rings, like LARPing, basically. Like, like literally what we did. Why? The literally. I'm what? sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You made the chair noisy. One more time. No. Okay, stop. <laughs> ah! And that's gonna it'll tell me where to go back in the recording because <laughs> it will be really loud. <laughs> the one blue person yet. Yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> help. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if you do blah, and then just me saying help, that would be the best blooper ever. Okay, good talk. Tears. <laughs> blah! <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. I needed something loud. You did it. Good job. Blah! Uh, Okay. So the the two bloopers are blah, really long laughing. We should cut that out. Blah! Okay. And Connor's eating again. Connor, no, that's way too noisy. Blah! <laughs> Seriously, no. Blah! I mean, constantly as an, as an instrument. Con- Blah! <laughs> Alright. Blah! There's somebody walking by the door literally the second as you did that. Nice. <laughs>